Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 25th of January, 2024. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up another half a percent today to 7,555 points with the materials and energy companies leading the way. Healthcare stocks also outperformed, while real estate investment trusts and tech stocks were the laggards. Among the large caps, West Farmers was up a couple of percent, the banks were mixed, and WiseTech Global dropped 2.5%. In corporate news, Instatech Pivot's share price jumped 5% after the fertilizer manufacturer unveiled plans to return about half a billion dollars to shareholders, and the energy giant Santos said it's increased the budget for its troubled Barossa gas project by as much as $300 million. US dollars. Also, ResMed's second quarter results showed year-on-year revenue growth of about 12%, and that helped push up its share price by 6% today, one of the best on the market. Story number two, Treasurer Jim Chalmers today said the Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock told him that the changes to tax rates and dropping of parts of the Stage 3 tax cuts wouldn't add to inflation. He said the government had changed its position to better assist households hit by cost of living pressures. Later in the day, Treasury advice was released. It shows the redesigned Stage 3 tax cuts as cost of living measures for middle Australia, the group that's been hit hardest by soaring interest rates. Treasury says the redesigned tax cuts will cost an extra $1.3 billion over four years and be broadly revenue neutral versus the existing plan. And that, as such, will not pump any additional money into the economy and therefore not put more pressure on the Reserve Bank to hike interest rates. Of course, that's what Treasury says. We'll need to wait and see if they're right. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese spent much of his day fighting off a tax that he'd broken an election promise. Story number three, another day, another lithium miner story. This time, Sayona Mining. Sayona said it's cut staff in its Quebec operations and is reviewing the business. Its share price fell 9% on the news. It joins a long list of lithium miners to either cut costs or announce projects to reduce expenses, including Pilbara Minerals and Core Lithium. Earlier in the week, lenders to Liontown Resources withdrew a $760 million loan offer on the back of those falling lithium prices. There's some good news in the sector. Mineral Resources shares jumped 7% today after it kept its volumes and cost guidance unchanged for this fiscal year. Minres said its three mines in Western Australia remain profitable despite all those falling prices. Story number four, it was a better day for the big miners with the price of iron ore rising above 135 US dollars a tonne after the governor of China's central bank announced an easing of lending standards for banks in the country. The big three, local miners, BHP, Fortescue Metals Group and Rio Tinto, all closed up in the 2 to 3% range thanks to that announcement. Also today, Fortescue Metals Group provided its quarterly production report, which maintained its full-year guidance after the miner shipped near-record levels of ore in the first half. Fortescue received better-than-expected prices for its iron ore in the past three months, but the miner will need to spend more on repairs at the Iron Bridge Magnetite project. And finally, story number five, British billionaire Joe Lewis, whose family owns English Premier League football club Tottenham Hotspur, has pleaded guilty to securities fraud charges, resolving an insider trading case in which prosecutors accused him of tipping off pilots 
personal assistants and romantic partners about companies in which he invested. The 86-year-old Lewis pleaded guilty to three felony offences and his sentencing is scheduled for March 28, according to the Wall Street Journal. The US Attorney General's office in Manhattan in July charged Lewis with 19 criminal counts, alleging he shared inside information as a way to give gifts to friends and compensate his employees. There are still a bunch of charges to sort through. Lewis came to the US voluntarily to surrender and was released on a three hundred million US dollar bond, three hundred million US dollars, a lot of money. It was secured by his yacht and a private plane. Of course it was. That's it for the afternoon report for Thursday, the twenty fifth of January, twenty twenty four. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Friday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your evening.